This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. Today we have an interview episode with Victor Tien, who leads the Compute Go-To-Market initiatives in the Americas and Europe for MediaTek. For any of our longtime listeners, you know that we have been excited about and have been talking about the potential of ARM-based Chromebooks for a while now. So it was fun to chat with Victor about their new lineup of Companio chips and how they're bringing new levels of performance and battery life to Chromebooks. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Victor from MediaTek. Alrighty. Welcome, Victor. Thanks so much for taking some time to come on the Chromecast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we um, I, I, we were chatting a little bit uh, before we started rolling here about how we just kind of ran into each other the last time at, at a MediaTek Executive Summit. It just kind of worked out. It was perfect. We were We were grabbing some lunch and... I was taking some notes, chatting with the guys, sending them photos and everything, and then I look up and and there's Victor, the guy that was just on stage talking about Chromebooks, and I was like, perfect. And so uh, it's great to see you again uh, remotely, and hopefully, you know, at some point in the future again. So thanks, thanks for taking the time today. And I think I just wanted to start with uh, a little bit of an introduction because we've worked with MediaTek. You all have been a great partner. We've done some fun things together. We gave away a ton of media tech powered devices last year as we did our on the run to 200k giveaway. Um, but for those listening who maybe aren't super familiar with media tech, I- I'd like for you to just give a little bit of an introduction of, of who is media tech, what do you all do and, and how does it fit into the Chromebook space? Sure. Sure. Um, again, uh, really excited to be here and, and talking with you folks. Um, yeah, MediaTek is a, is a global fabless semiconductor company. So fabless means we design our chipsets, we outsource them to be manufactured by companies like TSMC, uh, foundry companies. Uh, we develop chipset platforms uh, primarily for the consumer market. So we're in smartphones. We're actually the leader in smartphones today. Uh, we're in tablets. We're in smart assistants. We're in networking equipment. TVs, and of course, Chromebooks. We power over 2 billion devices each year, which is an outstanding number. Uh, and uh, in many ways, uh, I'm pretty sure we're in people's homes today in some form or another, whether it's your TV or your uh, smartphone or your networking equipment. And in, in Chromebook space, you know, we've, we've really been a, a lifeline, I think, to people throughout the pandemic, uh, providing a lot of those Chromebooks that have been used for remote education, remote work, 
uh, online learning and so forth. Uh, in a nutshell, that's what MediaTek is about. And, uh, you know, we can talk a little bit more about the Chromebook space um, that I think is, uh, is more kind of dear to your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is interesting, you know, whenever we were doing the giveaway, uh, just so many different devices that you all power. And, and you know, there's, there's a lot of folks out there that would, would never know that that's the chip that's powering those devices, but you all are in so many devices. And we've, I've seen, you know, especially in the last, you know, little, little bit here, um, you know, you all being a, a little bit more public and a little bit more out there and in telling people a little bit more about who you are. Um, the, the smartphone number is, is incredible to me. How many, how many smartphone devices did you say you all are in? Or was it total devices well, that you were saying a second ago? Yeah, we will ship over 2 billion uh, devices a year across all our product segments. Yeah. Um, so that's smartphone included. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the smartphone space, uh, we've been increasing our share quarter by quarter, actually. Uh, today, we're probably in the 40% um, range in terms of overall market share. Uh, so pretty significant player. I'll just ask broad questions for those who are listening, maybe all over the world. Are there are there devices in the U.S. that are uh, smartphones that are powered by MediaTek chips, or are they primarily overseas? Where where are people buying um, smartphone chips specifically that are MediaTek? Yeah, I mean, obviously China is a big market for us. Uh, India is another big market. Southeast Asia, that whole uh, area there is, is is definitely a big focus for us, just because you know the company's headquartered out of. Asia. Mm -hmm. uh, Europe is, a, is another big market for us, and so is uh, Latin America. I mean, Latin America, we have over 40% share there. In the U.S., we're also increasing our share um, year by year. Uh, depends on how you look at it. You know, if it's an Android share, there's lots of numbers have been being tossed around today sure. by IDC and CounterPoint. But you'll see devices in, in the U.S. from Motorola, from TCL, uh, all using MediaTek uh, in, in the North America market. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, though. Uh, the the phone stuff is interesting, and and you know whenever the whenever the headlines came out, you know about you know your your market share uh, and how many how many devices you all are in, uh, that's that's interesting stuff. But for us, we we care about the Chromebooks, right? So, yep. so talk a little bit about maybe you know some of those early devices that we saw that were powered by MediaTek, uh, and then we can kind of we can kind of transition into some of these newer devices that you all are putting out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, MediaTek's been participating in the in the Chromebook program since about 2015 timeframe. So we've been there for for quite some time. Uh, right now, we've got the leadership position in ARM-based Chromebooks. Um, and actually, just second half of last year, we t we took over the number two position overall in the program. So you know, of course, with all the supply issues going on, some of our competitors had some challenges, and we're able to really um, deliver into the market. Wow. And uh, yeah, and until late of 21, we've been playing exclusively in the entry segment. Uh, and you know, for us, the entry segment is basically devices that are geared towards students, uh, value consumers, folks that are looking for you know basic computing and browsing and productivity, collaboration, entertainment, all those different areas. And we've been able to provide very attractive devices. I think the Lenovo Duet was probably one of the, the stars. A lot of folks know about it. Um, done really well in, in, in both consumer and education. We've got devices like the Acer Spin 311, HP 11A, Asus Detachable CM3. Those were very great devices. 
extremely long battery life, you know, 10 up to maybe 15 hour battery life, uh, had very, very good multi-core, uh, uh, multitasking performance, primarily because we leveraged the octa-core architecture from our smartphone design. So we bring that into compute. Mm. That gives us a, a very good way to control the power levels as we uh, enable the different cores. And it also gives us just more parallel processing. So we get better performance when we're doing uh, multitasking. So these were basically the devices that we had kind of until late last year. And then I think you've heard of our companion rebranding, uh, which was uh, primarily set forth because we were starting to move up in the tier. So we wanted to help uh, consumers understand where products fit within our portfolio. And we came up with the Companion branding, which is basically three tiers, Companion 500 for that entry segment, Companion 800 series for the, for the mid, and then Companion 1000 for the premium. Um, so today, it's, it's really exciting because now we start to see devices that are starting to, to fall into the, the mid-range, the premium, um, and uh, you know, maybe we can share a little bit uh, of details around some of those devices and the value prop they bring. But uh, very excited to be here finally, where we have armed, armed basically Chromebooks across the whole range of the portfolio. You know, we've been talking about it for so long. Uh, if you if you go back and listen to a lot of our episodes last year uh, on the Chromecast, we we just kept we kept saying like ARM Chromebooks are 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 coming and they're going to be amazing and and we're going to continue to see an evolution of ARM Chromebooks. Um, but you mentioned the Duet, and there are so many people that bought that device. I mean, I, I know, you know, we we had people asking a lot of questions about that device. There was a lot of um, interest in that device. For those for, for those who who don't know, who just went and bought it because they wanted a Chrome OS tablet, what chipset did that have in it? And maybe uh, where is that falling in the line now with the rebranding, so that people can maybe understand? Uh, where that device yeah. was and maybe where we're heading. Yeah, so that chipset is basically what we're calling the Companion 500. It was also referred to as the 8183. You may have heard of it um, with that part number. We're trying to move away from those just to make it easier on folks. But yeah, that's the Companion 500, the entry segment um, SOC. And now the, the, the step up of, above that, the Companion 800 series, uh, basically gives you double the performance over the Companion 500. So that's the, the step that you see uh, to the to the tier just above the Companion 500. And so let's talk about um, let's talk about a couple of the devices that are out there um, that that have that kind of level of of uh, SOC. One that we just we just put out this video very recently last week. I don't remember exactly. I'm looking over at the guys. Uh, I think it was um, yeah. I think it was last week. So the Acer 514 with the Companio 828. So, so that is the, you know that's kind of the the middle tier now of the lineup. And I just I, I remember Robbie. You know we did the unboxing and it, it was an unboxing of the device, but it was more an, an unboxing of the of the processor inside because we were very curious uh, to see how this processor would perform. And the one thing that we put out on social media was kind of part of um, uh, Robbie's uh, narrative in the unboxing article is that he just felt like, you know, this is a, this is a processor that's going to be good enough for most people to get most things done. And I think, like, can you talk a little bit more about where that kind of 
you know, when, when you say middle tier, you know, people don't know what, you know, what that means as far as performance. Can you talk a little bit about kind of the daily use or like it, where you all anticipate that, that, that SOC or that level of SOC kind of fitting in? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Companion 800 series, I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's geared towards educators, like teachers, students that want a higher performance, let's say from the, ba- from the basic entry and consumers who also want that mid-range experience. So you're talking about, you know, doing, for example, browsing, you know, 24 plus tabs, right? So you're opening a number of tabs. You're, you're getting your productivity, your collaboration, your entertainment, still the same functions that you were doing before with your Companion 500 series. You're doing them now with more ease. You have more, typically more memory on the device is what the OEMs will add in that kind of mid-segment range. So you have probably like eight gigabytes to work with so you're able to do things um, a little bit more easily. Multitasking is obviously enhanced. You're going to have uh, more capability to run multiple tasks uh, at the same time. You don't have to worry so much about apps that you keep open. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can keep five, six apps all open at the same time, and they won't necessarily collide with each other. Obviously, in the entry segment, you you still have to worry a little bit about you know how many things you're you're opening up. Um, and like I said, it's about 2x the performance versus the Companion 500. So now a lot more snappy, a lot more responsive type of experience. And I think I read the article that you're mentioning, um, I think it was published just uh, last week, and I, I really agree with it. I think this type of performance um, is actually very suitable for many folks out there, You know, unless you're really doing some kind of video editing or something that's very high in terms of compute. Um, this kind of performance really meets the needs of a of a majority of consumers out there. So yeah. very excited about it. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, we are too. It's uh, you know, uh, it's it's exciting. And you mentioned you know EDU um, stuff, and you know that market. We we had seen so many devices for so many years that that were just not great and didn't have good performance. And you know, it was unfortunate. We we saw that there were so many students out there using Chromebooks, which we love, right? Um, but they were getting a bad experience from, 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 from the OS just because of the, the chips not being able to, to perform. And now you're saying this 800 level you think will be a good fit for EDU, and you think that that's something that will be in EDU devices? Probably more for the, for the teachers out there, I would mm. say, because, you know, the price points are going to be a little bit higher with the Companion 800 series. You're probably talking, you know... 350 to maybe 450, let's say that that range. So that might still be a little bit challenging for some of the students sure. out there. But but for students, the the Companion 500 series actually does very well. I think we'll have an extra vision of that chipset coming, um, which could, will bring more performance into that entry segment. So we're taking care of that kind of entry space. You know, mm, democratizing okay. technology, making it available to everyone. But now this is one step above, where if you want a little bit more performance and um, ability to run multiple uh, applications and, and, you know, the eight gigabits, gigabytes of RAM will open up a whole slew of new, new use cases. Um, that's kind of where you step in. I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I think, like, the, the one thing that's interesting, and I, I feel like you and I chatted about this last time we spoke, is that, you know, you, you have so many people that are out there, uh, so many students that are out there who are using Chromebooks. They're growing up on Chrome OS. That's their preferred, you know, OS. It's the, the, the one that they know how to get around. It's the one they know how to, how to use. 
and they've maybe used devices at schools, but now they're maybe graduating and getting their own device. And now they're, they're searching for that next Chromebook that they might want to go get. And now they can say, oh, hey, here's this next one up that I can go get that has this extra stuff that has this more performance. The OS is always the same, right? But, but you can make choices on processor and build and, and you can see kind of the evolution of Chrome OS happening uh, in that way. And it's just great to have, you know, more, more devices out there and more options more for, options. yeah, just more options. So yeah. today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. So anything else on the, the kind of 800 level? So those are, uh, you, you were kind of saying like mid-tier price points on those. Um, yeah, five fourteen is the one that we have. I think we ended up calling it the world's first because we're we're cer- fairly certain that's the first one that that we've had. I know there was what was it, Robbie? We were talking about like the eight twenty was out in the other one, the ASUS. Right, right, right. The CM three. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, and actually those two devices, the ASUS uh, CM thirty two hundred and the Chromebook five fourteen. What I love about them is they 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 each have their own unique value proposition, right? The I don't know if you've seen the the ASUS CM thirty two hundred, but this is a extremely sty- stylish device, uh, very kind of lightweight. It's like two point four pounds, I think. Um, so easy to carry around with you. Very kind of snappy. You can open it up and start working right away. It's, it's got the Companion 820, so that gives you that double, double the performance versus the Companion 500 right out of the box. It's an excellent mid-range, I think, performance device. Um, it's got this 3x2 display, so it's mm-hmm. also very nice to work with with emails and documents. And it has 16 hours of battery life. I mean, th- so again, forget about your charger. Puff that device into your tote bag and off you go. You, that's, that's really our vision of computing, you know, being able to take a device with you and get that performance and never have to worry about charging. So I think that device is, is, a, is really kind of unique in that sense. And then the Acer Chromebook 514, I, I, again, I read your review and I very much agreed with some of the points in there. I, I look at that device as it's a workhorse. I mean, that yeah. device, you have no excuses anymore for not getting your work done. You're getting the Companio 828, which is like 10, 15% higher performance over the Companio 820. So a uh, little bump there in performance. You're getting a 14-inch display, so you're you know, able to work on your spreadsheets and documents easily. It's all sleek and still sleek and lightweight. That's the, that's the great thing about it. Yep. 15, 15 hours of battery life. Wi-Fi 6, so you're connected you know, very well into the, into the internet. And then you've got your 8 gigabytes of RAM to work with. So that device is it's, it's just a workhorse. I mean, it's, it's one that will keep kind of uh, allowing you to get your work done. The battery is just incredible. I mean, when you use that device, the, the battery level stays so solid throughout the, throughout the day. Yeah. Um, it's just very impressive. 
So those two devices, I think, are kind of different in, in the sense, you know, if you want to be lightweight and just kind of on the go, the Asus is probably better your, your device. And if you want something where you can actually sit down and get a lot of different use cases, um, the, the Chromebook 514 is, is an awesome device for that. Yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of that 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 middle chunk. And, and as we kind of said in, in our unboxing, the performance there and a lot of these devices are going to be enough performance for, for most people. But now let's talk about that next step up, which for us as, you know, the Chrome OS nerds who, who want to do as much as we possibly can on Chromebooks, we're very interested in that upper tier. So, so what, what do you all have to offer in that, in that upper tier? Yeah, yeah. And, and so the upper tier is, a, is, again, a segment we've all been very excited about because this is basically where you get into that space where the processor speed is no longer a main concern of yours. You, you have enough horsepower to get pretty much anything you want done. Um, and we've got two chipsets in that tier, the, the Companio 1200 and the Companio 1380. The Companio 1380 is the one that will be coming first to the market uh, with the Asus Spin 513. Um, and that's a very, uh, it's an amazing device. I've been playing around with it for the last few weeks. Uh, I know, I, I think I saw a video that you also posted, which was also very impressive. I mean, again, this is a device uh, we've all been waiting for. No compromises anymore. Um, it's six nanometers, three gigahertz of frequency in terms of the CPU. Uh, extremely fast and responsive, gorgeous display. Again, you get your 10 hours of battery life and all this uh, amazing kind of higher tier performance. Um, comes with Wi-Fi 6. Um, and again, this is a device that starts to step into the, you can start to work actually on um, cloud gaming, Android gaming, all of these, all these run so well on that device. Uh, media creation, media editing, um, those are, again, functions that uh, uh, this device will do very well in addition to everything else, you yeah. know, your standard collaboration, productivity, entertainment. Yeah, and still, and, still getting, and still getting that increased battery life that you were talking about on the kind of middle tier? Yeah, so this device has been uh, very well sort of balanced between performance, weight, and overall power efficiency. Mm -hmm. So it's been designed to be very sleek looking, very thin, very lightweight, but still giving you that 10 hours of battery life. And, you know, you may see other OEMs come up with different formulas, um, but that's that's one sure. formula that I think re really resonates well. Um, but, you know, we'll see other OEMs coming through the rest of the year and uh, with, with more devices with those two chipsets. Yeah, we are, we cannot wait. Yes, the 513, we loved, uh, we loved getting that one. I, I said it, I said it whenever we talked about it on the podcast, whenever we had them here, but shout out mm -hmm. to Acer for getting us uh, that device and, and letting us spend some time with it. And yeah, we're just really excited about those because, you know, as we've talked about, um, you know, more options and people maybe coming learning on Chrome OS, but then maybe transitioning, or maybe they just during the pandemic they went and bought just the cheapest device they could because they just needed a device at home to get work done or to do virtual learning, remote learning. And now they're saying, "Oh wow, I actually really like this. What else is out there? What can I go get? Is there is there a higher performance Chromebook out there?" And yeah. now you're starting to see those. And yeah. we obviously are always pushing Chromebooks to the limits and wanting to see what all we can get out of them. And so yeah. 
you know, this higher, this higher tier for us is, is really interesting and we can't wait to see, can't wait to see more devices. The, the 1200, are, are there, is there anything that you can share more about with that one? You know, obviously 1380 we've seen in the spin 513, you know, is there, is there, is there anything right now that you can say that has that chip in it that's, that's coming or is there uh, kind of any info on that? Yeah, I mean, we, we do have OEMs lined up with that chipset, so yeah. we, we should start to see um, uh, some time, you know, in the near future devices launching with that chipset. So we'll have both the 1200, 1380. You know, the 1380 was actually our the first ARM-based premium Chromebook, to your point earlier. You know, Google's putting a lot of focus, too, to help consumers understand mm-hmm. the tiering. Um, so the 800 is kind of falls under the plus, Yep, tiering, and then the 1380 is actually the first premium based. So, uh, no, we'll we'll see devices um, across across the range coming. Love it, love it. Um, and you you probably knew this was going to happen. I've I've got to ask about tablets because we are uh, we love tablets. Obviously, the duet sh- you know showed that there were a lot of people out there that are interested in a Chrome OS tablet. This 1380 is a is is a is a SOC that we could see a tablet that has, uh, you know, it's portable. You can take it home. You can use it at home. You can use it for content consumption. But then you could maybe bring it to the office and dock it, and it is your main kind of workhorse device there as well. Is there anything you can share about tablets in that in the 1380? Other than I can't wait until there's a detachable device with a 1380, you know, like a Lenovo, Lenovo Duet type of device with that power, that kind of processing power. I think that's when, um, you know, you really start turning heads at that point because now you, you've got very sleek, a beautiful device, you know, uh, with the performance that goes along with it. Uh, with the ARM, you know, uh, capability in terms of being able to design something that's very power efficient, so uh, lightweight and 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 gives you that battery life, th- uh, you know, throughout the day. So um, I, I can't say much other than I would be very excited to see that happen. And yeah. uh, you know, we are working with OEMs to that effect. I think you'll see in general that form factor is is getting a lot of attention these days. A number yeah. of devices got launched at the MWC. Yeah. Uh, in the kind of detachable space, we're seeing it even um, kind of spill over into the Windows space now. Some OEMs are taking that type of uh, form factor and actually enabling it in, in the Windows domain. So it is very attractive, um, and and I think like you, uh, I share the same uh, same um, kind of experience that uh, it would be awesome to have it, um, and and hope hope to to bring that to the market soon. Yeah, and and you know we. Um... Yeah, you know, we've always just, you know, wanted that sort of device, like I was describing, the one that you can kind of take home, throw it in the backpack, or just carry it home, not even have to have a backpack. It's thin and light, and you can you can use it for all your kind of media consumption and content consumption, but then you can also sit down and get your work done on it, right? And dock it yeah. to a big monitor and everything. Exactly. Um, was, there, was there one other tier above... Uh, the the like thirteen eighty level that you all talked about at the summit, or, or am I um, misremembering I mean, something? Right now we kind of have entry mainstream premium. You can imagine that a flagship will come about at some okay. point. Um, so we are definitely considering uh, that and working with our partners around that. Now, if you think about Google's strategy, they're also 
you know, they've done so well in that sub $350 range, but they also need to break into the 350 to 550, let's say, space. So it's, right. so we're, and the 12, the, you know, the Companion 800 series and the 1000 are going to help uh, uh, specifically to that end. Um, and then I think, yeah, once that gets achieved, you can start to see the segments moving up. And, sure. uh, and yeah, the, there could very well be higher tier platforms coming about. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, we we have been talking about ARM for so long, and we knew it was coming. We were following a lot of stuff, you know, uh, behind the scenes in the repositories, and we're we're super excited. And we just we love it. We love this 1380. We love what you all are doing with that, uh, you know, the 800 and the 828, and. Um, yeah, just great work, great work. We really appreciate it. You know, as as Chromebook fans, we always want um, we want options for everybody, and you never know exactly what somebody's use case is going to be. And the more options that we have out there, the better, right? Yeah. And I think you all continuing to invest in Chrome OS, um, you know, shows that the market is maturing, and there's 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 room now for these kind of next level these kind of, um, you know, as you all call them, kind of like the up-tier devices. And I, I just, you know, I, I just love it. And I appreciate you all kind of putting that effort into Chrome OS, right? Because, you know, it's uh, we, we believe in it. We've been talking about it for a really long time, but it's great to see, you know, chip manufacturers, you know, investing in Chromebooks and, and building chips that are, you know, with Chromebooks in mind. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, the iOS folks are enjoying the M1 benefits and it's nice to seeing seeing some of those same benefits coming into exactly. Chrome OS, right? Yes. So that's um, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's really yeah. that risk versus CISC battle, right? It's right, uh, and the benefits associated with it. Right, right. Yeah, and we were we were talking, you know, uh, um, about battery life and stuff. You know, obviously that that middle tier is going to give you that that really nice balance of performance and battery. You know, we we have. Um, we have a, a, a MacBook that we use here for video creation and kind of content creation stuff. Um, and we ended up getting the Ultra, the M1 Ultra in this one. It's always that balance of, of performance and battery life. And I think you all still, I, I, we're excited to test more of the 1380 and, and really as we get a little bit closer to kind of final production on that device, you know, putting it through some tests and seeing what we can get out of it. Um, we're as as I'm sure you can tell, we're most excited about that one. That one's fantastic. We know we know the other ones have their value, and we're going to continue to talk yep. about those ones. But that that top tier is very intriguing to us. Yeah, yeah. No, same here, same here. And I think you know, for us, it's going to be continued. Uh, like I said, you know, we'll be refreshing the entry at some point, so you get more performance in the in the uh, sub three fifty dollar range. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll keep taking ARM and ARM based processors up the tier, and then in addition to that. Um, you know, MediaTek has a lot of strengths in smartphone, and a lot of folks out there want to see smartphone benef features in the right. compute devices, right? And I think that's another thing that you'll start to see in terms of uh, more fusion of those types of features, whether it's, uh, you know, better cameras, uh, better codecs. Um, I mean, the Companio 1380 has a very advanced codec, the AV1 codec, that's going to start being enabled by content providers. So all those things are starting to come together, um, and um, you'll see kind of those three three dimensions mm. where MediaTek will be will be pursuing. Yeah. Well, 
hey, Victor, thank you so much for coming on and chatting a little bit. Uh, is there any kind of last thing? Is there anything, you know, we, we started with an intro. Is there anything about maybe the future of, of, of uh, Chromebooks for MediaTek or the, the, the kind of closing thoughts here? Anything else you've got here? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, again, it's very much aligned. You know, MediaTek's been a very close partner and long partner with Google and Google's doing big investments in these spaces, right? Whether it's education, consumer, enterprise, you know, consumer, they're looking to enable cloud gaming and detachables and all sorts of features like handwriting recognition and human presence sensing and, mm -hmm. um, you know, works with Chromebooks, all-in-ones, you know, and, and these are all the areas that we're going to be playing in in some form or another, uh, you know, bringing advanced AI, advanced codecs, um, uh, so, so we definitely look forward to contributing more in the Chromebook program and, and I'm bringing more value to, uh, to consumers. Well, we love to hear yeah. that. We love to hear that. Like I said, it's always good to, to hear, um, folks in the space excited about Chromebooks because, because we've been excited about them for, for a long time. And, uh, and we think that it's just fantastic to, to hear somebody like, you know, um, uh, MediaTek investing in Chromebooks, and we love that. So, Victor, thanks so much for taking the time. We really do appreciate it. Um, if anybody is interested in learning more, it, it, is the PoweredByMediaTek.com, is that kind of a good place for folks to go to learn about uh, what MediaTek is offering? Yeah, yeah. We have a landing page specifically for Chromebooks. Um, if you type in MediaTek Chromebooks, you'll, you'll, it'll show up, and I think that's a good starting point. Great. Yeah, we'll make sure to link it in our in our show notes and on the website and everything so that people can find that. But, hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, Victor. And for everyone listening, thanks so much for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this one. We will catch you all in the next one. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.